while a lot of people are super happy within their nine to five and can see that like five-year plan that 10-year plan of like where they want to be in their professional journey it has never felt that way for me and I have felt a little bit scared to admit that I felt a little bit of shame truly to admit that but I think it's because through it all I've always had this passion to be an entrepreneur this passion to write a second book this passion to develop my own course to work with brands to be a speaker hi everyone and welcome back to the frequency of joy a podcast all about learning to listen to your inner voice and up leveling to the highest version of yourself Whether you're a college student, recent grad, or years into your adulting journey, there is something in this podcast for you. I'm your host, Jess Mora, entrepreneur and published author, and I am here to help you start checking things off your life bucket list. So let's get started with this week's episode. Hello, it honestly, truly feels so good to be back here in front of the mic recording another podcast episode. I honestly feel so bad that it's taking me so long to record another episode, but I find it really hard to show up sometimes, especially in a podcast episode where I feel the need to take you on a journey with me, have a beginning, a middle, and an end when it comes to an episode, and I don't always feel like my life is that way. Sometimes I feel like I have more questions than I have answers. Sometimes I feel like... I'm going in circles, so there is no beginning, middle, and end, and I really don't know what to share. And that's truly what's happened to me over the past few months. I feel like I have been really going through a season of change, both in in relationships, both in my professional life, both in like also within myself. I think I've been asking myself a lot of really tough questions and That's sort of what I wanted to talk about with you today, how to go about navigating, making tough choices, even though you know that they're the right ones. And the example I wanted to use to center this conversation, and you might already know what I'm about to bring up if you follow me on TikTok, but that is finally putting in my two weeks notice to quit and leave my corporate job. I very recently made this decision. This was actually um, like probably like a, a few days ago, almost a week ago. And I went through a lot of different phases in order for this to happen and for me to actually put the notice in. I obviously felt scared. I felt nervous. I mean, this is a job that I've held for a year and a half. I felt really uncertain of you know, asking myself questions of what comes next, um, of how to set myself up for success in that way. And without getting into too much detail of my actual work life, one of the things that I've personally struggled with a lot is how to define success. I think I've been really fortunate in the fact that I've been surrounded by people who really truly are exceptional at what they do they get recognized for their work they 
climb the corporate ladder and are just truly killing it and I could not be more proud of them. But honestly, <laughs> I it's not like it hasn't been me and I think that's something I've been struggling with over the past probably like three years of like what am I doing wrong where I don't feel like I can thrive to that level like what am I missing is it like not putting in enough work or like not feeling passionate enough about my nine to five whatever that might be um and it it always felt like such a struggle to me because and this is something like a fairly recent realization that I had is that while a lot of people are super happy within their nine to five and can see that like five-year plan that 10-year plan of like where they want to be in their professional journey it has never felt that way for me and I have felt a little bit scared to admit that I felt a little bit of shame truly to admit that but I think it's because through it all I've always had this passion to be an entrepreneur this passion to write a second book this passion to develop my own course to work with brands to be a speaker like those have been the moments over the past three years since I graduated college that have brought me the most joy and it can be incredibly difficult to balance both things, to balance your professional working corporate life where there are very tangible measures of a success. Like maybe you your salary increases or you get a new title or you get a promotion or managers are constantly singing your praises of like how good you do your job. Like I like I've never truly felt that but I feel like when people do reach out to me and tell me like oh my gosh you're like doing such great work or this like was amazing or you're a brilliant speaker it is in these moments where I feel like more naturally come to me uh, these moments where I also feel like I am more intrinsically aligned with what brings me joy and where I can feel myself propelling into this growth so to speak but that all hasn't been without obviously asking myself a lot of really big questions not only about what comes next after my corporate job but also about what comes after that like it's not about just right now but it's also about the short to long-term future I asked myself a lot of questions of, you know, what truly makes me happy? What parts of my life are working really well right now? Or what parts of my life feel like they need to change? And truthfully, I think one of the hardest questions for me to answer was, what do I feel called to do? And this question sometimes can feel so loaded because maybe that answer comes intuitively to you maybe it doesn't but sometimes accepting that answer and feeling okay moving forward with it is the hardest step because sometimes what you feel called to do requires 
such a leap of faith requires trust requires recognizing that you probably won't have like a b c d e lined up of exactly what the next steps are in what order and what happens next you're sort of trusting but at the same time it feels good i i don't remember where i heard this quote but i've used it a lot recently when talking to friends of you won't leave an uncomfortable situation until it becomes more uncomfortable to stay another day than to leave And this one really, really, really resonates for me. And maybe it resonates for you too, because let's give an example here. Let's say that you're at a job and, you know, it's, it's really not, not working for you. And, you know, it's, it's not the worst job in the world. Like it's not a toxic workplace, but it's not, you know, your highest timeline job, like your dream job of what you want. But you stick around because it's it's okay. Like, it's a medium tier job. Uh, you know, it pays the bills. It's nothing toxic. So you can, you can get by being there one year, two years, three years, four years, five plus years, whatever it might be. But as much as you potentially complain to friends about how this job isn't all that great or how you wish you were doing something else or you know whatever it might be of of that job that you don't like you won't actually leave or look or start looking for something else until the idea of staying is no longer an option for you like you have said it within yourself of like no the option is or the question is where do i go next not how much longer will i stay here And that's when things really begin to change. And honestly, it's the same thing for relationships. You may be in a relationship where you're not all that happy, but things are, you know, okay. There's not anything drastically wrong, but you know you're not in the happiest relationship that you could be. Again, you could complain all you want to friends or maybe just think to yourself of like, oh, I I wish things were different. I wish things were better. But you won't actually leave that relationship until staying is no longer an option. Until you say to yourself, I want different than this. Therefore, I'm going to walk away from this relationship. But that honestly requires, at least in my experience, a lot of learning to quiet the noise from the outside. Like maybe it's from society. Maybe it's from different people's opinions. And truly learning to listen to your heart. And that sounds super cliche. I completely recognize that. But I do feel like in these moments of you thinking about potentially stepping away from something you've always known to do something different. Right before you recognize that as like a, this is, this means I need to take a different step. I personally experience like like a little nudge or like a little whisper or like a little like hmm something feels off about my current situation secret that is how I decide when I move cities when I do that feels like a very specific example but there comes a time when like when I moved to Jacksonville Florida and I wasn't really thinking like oh 
today's the day that I'm going to decide to move back to Chicago. Or when I was in Chicago, I didn't decide. Today's the day when I'm deciding to move to New York. It was sort of like an idea was somehow planted in my brain. Somehow. And like an idea that I had not seen there before. That I had not considered an option before. Um, like I was talking to a friend recently and telling her that back pre-2021 if someone had asked me if I could ever see myself living in New York I would have said no in fact I did say no and I said if I were to live somewhere that was not Chicago it was way more likely that I was going to find myself living in LA than in New York those were the exact words that came out of my mouth I never felt called to move to New York until one day I, I visited and, you know, it piqued my interest and then I kept coming back and then there was just something that one day I was like, huh, maybe I, 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 maybe I should move to New York. Like maybe there's more in New York for me to, to see, to explore, to develop in terms of like my own personal and professional development. It's, it's learning to listen to those nudges. The crazy thing is, though, at least for myself, sometimes I gaslight myself into thinking that I didn't feel the nudge that I just felt. And so I keep going down the path like of least resistance and saying, like, no, actually, it's, it's fine. It, it, it's not all that bad. Like, it's, it's okay. Uh, but the funny thing is about ignoring that feeling, like any other issues, and I'm sure your therapist will agree to this, is that whatever you don't address now life will keep bringing up different like different circumstances for you to learn the lesson that you have not yet learned so in the case of this this feeling this nudge you can ignore it now super easy to ignore however life will keep bringing in different situations in which you will feel that nudge again feel that feeling of something being off and sometimes that feeling will only amplify with time so it's really important to to make note of it, to listen to it, to honestly try to dig into it. And when you recognize that you're feeling that way, ask yourself, you know, what might this feeling be? What's triggering it? Is it a one-time reaction or is it a recurring feeling? I think these are all valid questions to be asking. And the fun part, in a way, about asking yourself these questions is that they don't immediately trigger you to make a decision. You are just acting as an observer as an explorer of your feelings no need to make big decisions at that phase at that moment in time after i've done a little bit of exploration into those feelings i move on to the next phase which is learning to obviously quiet the noise listen and here is where you think through some of your options and how you're feeling i do this on a very small scale all the time like if someone is asking me hey Jess do you want to grab dinner today and I'm like yeah sure and they say do you are you in the mood for Thai or are you in the mood for Mexican I don't know where I picked up this habit but I do this still to this day I will literally close my eyes and picture myself eating whatever I would pick from like the Thai menu and then I would picture myself eating whatever I would eat from the Mexican menu and in my mind picture like based off how i'm feeling like which one i would most enjoy in this hypothetical mental scenario 
and that is how I make all of my bigger decisions as well. Like I go through a meditation, sort of quiet all the background noise, and I think through my options. I'm like, okay, how would I feel if I went down this route? And I try to picture that in my head. You know, what would my day-to-day look like? What would my morning look like? How would I feel when I'm getting out of bed in the morning? How would I feel at the end of the day? I really try to like come up with as many details for that scenario as I can. And then I do the same thing with the other scenario. Maybe the other scenario is another opportunity or maybe the other scenario is how would I feel like if nothing changed here right now like it could be in your professional life it could be in a relationship how would i feel waking up tomorrow morning how would i feel you know how would my morning go how would i feel at the end of the day would i feel energized would i feel drained i try to really work through these examples a little bit and then at the end see which one uh, of those two options i'm more drawn to sometimes it really is like actually i really don't i don't know want to move across the country again like that seems exciting but in in my scenario in my head like it, it doesn't call me to do that right this very second so sometimes the best option really is to stay sometimes the best option is to go and you're like no like I feel like there's something calling me to go and I don't exactly know what it is but I picture myself waking up excited waking up you know, ready to feel the sunshine on my skin, whatever it might be, wherever it is that you're thinking about going or doing. I feel like these scenarios are super helpful to flesh out some of those details. And again, it's like okay to have a combination of of good and not so good feelings here as you're picturing what scenarios to go down. Personally, I have found that I know I'm making the right choice when I'm both scared, but excited af and this is the really interesting part about the most recent decision that i made to leave my corporate job like i mentioned at the beginning yes i was nervous yes i was scared yes there is so much freaking uncertainty and so many more decisions that i have left to make going down that route but the second i put in my notice i felt excited i felt at peace i felt reinvigorated in a way i have not felt probably since like 2021 since i like published my book and my like creative juices started flowing i created a content calendar i got on a coaching call i was like whoa i made the right choice yes there are still questions that are left to be fleshed out but the exploration of those answers feels exciting to me rather than daunting and at the end of the day that's how you know you're never going to have all the answers for plan a or plan b the question is which one are you more excited to go down when it comes to exploring some of those answers so thank you so much for joining me on my comeback episode Like I mentioned, I created a content calendar, so we will be having Frequency of Joy episodes every, supposed to be Sunday, but today is a holiday, so today and then every Sunday after that. And yeah, 
hopefully you were able to take away something from this whether you're in the middle of making a big choice or just want to hear the news and me talk about some of the things i've been going through here living in new york but yes always feel free to send me a dm review the podcast let me know if there's something you want to talk about or if you want to be a guest on the podcast please i would love to have some guests i have some really exciting topics that i'd love to really talk through with someone so let me know my dms are always open okay have a great week